Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The locker room stinks. Let's not sugarcoat it. It's small. It's outdated. The whole facility is just not very good, but... I don't think Art is a guy that's uh, you know not willing to put money into it. I mean, he put $10 million into our weight room eight years ago. He built out part of the indoor facility for office space. He kicked the media out of the main room and, and built a media room inside the indoor facility so the offensive lineman could get the, uh, a big room in, in the media room. But there's only so much you can do when it, when it comes to facilities when your facility is shared with a division one football team i mean there's no parking there's nothing like that but there's no room there's no place to go mark Cabali, who you're going to hear with jeff hathorne jeff pulling a mega shift now an impromptu first hour of what was supposed to be four when's mark coming on with you 725 i want you to just grill him i just want you to go full hostility with him just see what happens should i ask him how people would rank him Yes, letter grades on everything and see what he says. Uh, so that's Mark who gave a little bit more of, I would say, a, uh, a less incendiary take on, on some of what's going on there. I will say my prediction is that the first second the Steelers can get out of that lease, if it's before it's time and they can negotiate a, a controlled exit from that, they will vamoose to Butler County, Southern Butler County. And, and it's, it will be it, a large facility very close to the Penguins facility. And it's and I'm glad you put it that way because it's a shared facility, and there's a part of Pitt that really likes that. I mean, what kind of recruiting tool is that? Like, hey. Is Pitt like that, or would they like just doubling the size of their own facility? Yeah, but then they're doubling the cost of maintaining their own facility. Can you imagine so just like a spirit, a spirit Halloween goes in on the other side because Pitt's like, we're actually <laughs> Hobby good. Lobby. We're Hobby actually, Lobby is the big one now. We're actually good with our one side. We've made it very nice. It's all we need. Spirit Halloween goes up. Hobby Lobby. Joanne Fabrics. Uh, Jeff, I said we were going to talk about this too. So Florio came on. Mike Florio, as he does with us every week. And I got to be honest, the entire talk was kind of a down note thing. We were just, you know, don't get too excited about quarterbacks. And then he finished with a pair of comments uh, that I wanted to get your take on. This mm. is Mike Florio, kind of out of the clear blue on George Pickens. I, and as much as I love George Pickens, and I'm a big George Pickens supporter, I picked up some stuff on how he's viewed by high-level executives with other teams, and it's not good. It's not good. The returns on George Pickens, at least as it relates to his reputation, among others who might have scouted him when he was coming out of Georgia and did homework on him then, it's, it's just not good, and people aren't surprised that Mike Tomlin's having challenges 
keeping him under control. I thought it was curious, but I, I, I already have sounded off on, on some of the reasons I thought that was a curious way to frame it from Florio. You're in there. As Ron Cook would have said, you see these guys all the time. You know what they're capable of. I mean, I, I got the distinct sense that Pickens, as long as he was getting the ball late in the season, he looked like a model teammate. Two games where he puts up big numbers, then they don't even throw one pass in his direction, and, and it was still kumbaya, and I'm all for one and one for all with Rudolph. Every chance they got to show him, it, it, I say he, got, he got happier with Mason in there. We got happier, and he specifically, though, got pretty happy even in a game where you would think right. with the rain pouring down, even knowing that he would still be unhappy, and he seemed fine with it. I think he got some buy-in, whether it was just, hey, I'm going to get the ball a little bit more, and if I get the ball some, then I'm willing to do some of these other things, whether it was a, whether it was a moment with Mike Tomlin where they kind of set the ground rules of how it's going to be. Uh, I think it's more just he saw the offense opening up and he saw more of a, of a role for himself. I do think you know he did have conversations with Tomlin, mm-hmm. um, and I think all of that played into it, and that's why – like I saw somebody the other day was, and I know you guys. I think yesterday talked about if Deontay Johnson wasn't here, you know, what free agent receivers would you want? Yep. And I I saw somebody tweeting out like, oh yeah, I want Hollywood Brown, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, you'd want Antonio Brown's relative in the same room with George Pickens. But do George's teammates look at him like that? Like he's. Do they look at him as a big pain in the butt who they better get the ball to, or is he reasonably – like, you see how guys interact with him or don't. They know he's talented. They know he can be a difference maker. Um, Say no I, more. I, I think there are some guys that and like when you him know more a guy, And when you know a guy can be a difference maker, you your level of tolerance for what that guy might do when he's not playing football is higher. Yeah. It's not to say he's like Claypool – um, yeah, I got the sense most of those guys just straight up didn't like him. No. He no. made it pretty easy, though, to be quite honest. And he was supposed to be a high-character guy coming out of Notre Dame. The meanest man from British Columbia, apparently. Uh, this uh, was... Mapletron just never caught on. No. No, it did not. Uh, this is also Mike Florio. This one, I think, really... I had somebody tweet, uh, a loyal listener say, this is the most depressing, this was the end of the most depressing 10 minutes they'd ever heard about the Steelers on this station. This is Mike Florio on the quarterback situation, how he thinks it's going to go for the Steelers this offseason. I think the stuff Dulac reported 10 days ago is accurate. I was talking to some people last night, and as stupid as it sounds, they're going to do the Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph thing. Unless they've got one hell of a poker face here and they're trying to set up some kind of a deal that's going to catch us all by surprise, they are doing this picket and Rudolph and hope for the best competition. So I read from that that just everything we've kind of assumed is true. They really are just pretty in love with the idea and fully committed to the idea, if Mike's right, of Kenny getting year three. But what's strange about that to me, and I'll go back to this, Jeff, is forget about do I want to see them take a shot on Fields or even Wilson at the veteran minimum, both of which I think are better options than anybody that they had on the roster this year at that position? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They don't seemingly, according to Mike there, it wouldn't be a Tannehill situation, maybe unless Rudolph just gets a great offer and they have to go looking for another backup. If they want Kenny to be the man... They want the road paved for him. They want this to be Kenny starts with a little head start. Keeping Mason Rudolph on the roster, if that's what it comes out to, you know, to be, puts in Kenny's rearview mirror somebody he already has to know, Pickett that is, has the loyalty of some of the offensive teammates. Deontay said it. I think other guys haven't said it publicly because they maybe have a little bit more media sense than Deontay at times shows, but... He's got to know that these guys and their head coach, these guys saw Mason put up points. The head coach had a chance to go back to Kenny, didn't, and saw it validated ultimately with three wins and a playoff berth when it looked like they were going the other direction and were going to finish 7-10. and 10. I, I would be feeling very odd and strange in that spot if I were Kenny Pickett. Against three worst teams, or at least two worst teams and a team that wasn't fully on the field. I think that has to be pointed out. Nothing against what what Mason did. I think this. If the Steelers go into this year with any other goal than to find a starting quarterback, they failed. They should have done that last year. This should not be a year where they look at a Lombardi and say that that is accessible to them. Mm -hmm. What they need to establish is who's their damn starting quarterback going forward because until they have that, any wish – of a Super Bowl is a pipe dream. Is it the right? Okay, so to that end then, is starting the season, if it happens with Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett, a good way to go about answering that question? If you want to give Kenny the opportunity to be the starting quarterback, uh, I, I think you're putting Kenny in a weird position where guys in the room already want Mason, where fans are going to be on edge and booing your quarterback potentially in the first game. Like – on that first punt of the season, which could be very awkward and and make the situation even worse. That's why I don't think Mason should be resigned. Well, that's why Jerry's reporting on it, and I trust Jerry's reporting mainly because I think it's usually at least informed by what Jerry's pretty sure Art's viewpoint on things is. They are close. Uh, That's where it falls apart for me logically. I think everyone knows where I stand on Kenny and where a lot of people have, have decided they stand on Kenny if you really want him to be the man and you want to set the situation such that he's going to be the man, you have to be cognizant of the fact that what you just said, if Mason is back, is very real. Right. And they don't, they seem to exist in a weird universe where they don't think that part of it is a problem. Like, the only thing I can think of is, is that from like Art's perspective, if they bring Mason back, Mike will handle that situation. Well, that's, you pay the man a lot of money, don't get me wrong to do things like this. But what's what if Mike through four games sees his team at one and three and his quarterback has continued to kind of flounder? I would think Mike's not going to have a whole hell of a lot of patience. First off, 
Mike would have to be in a situation, or Mason would have to be in a situation where there's no other offers. If I'm willing to come back, there has to be nothing else. My agent's telling me no one's interested. There's no situation out there for me because. Well, there's people saying Bill Barnwell he wants from to ESPN be a starter. Is saying it's 1.5 million right. is what he thinks he'll right. get in the open market. And if if that is the case, and the Steelers are the only ones offering him, like last year, mm-hmm. then I could see Mason signing back. Any other scenario, why would he believe that he's going to be anything other than a backup quarterback? He's not going to get a chance to compete to start. Yeah. Let Let's be clear about this. Steelers can say whatever they want. If they start the season with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph has no chance in camp to compete to be the starting quarterback. None. How much chance does he have to start? Like when? Do you, well, okay, just humor me for a second. What do you think is the leash that he would get, that Kenny would get, in the actual regular season? We we agree. I mean, I'm with you that there's no way. Ma- Mason could look like uh, the reincarnation of Johnny Unitas crossed with Tom Brady, crossed with Peak Mahomes. He's still going to not win the job. Right. How many games into the regular season would Mike Tomlin wait if, if Kenny was not which, performing? Which could be very awkward if in camp that even the average fan could look and go, oh, man. Well, teammates could look at it, right. and, and if right. he's hitting pickets and, 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 and trading and all that Deontay stuff. Johnson isn't going to – then everybody's going to be on board with Kenny. No, Pickens – this is one rare time where it's very clear George Pickens did not say what he clearly believes, right. which is the other guy's better. So if they want to give Kenny an opportunity, which, again, they should have given him – full opportunity to just explore and throw deep and and take chances last year. If they're going to try to really find out if Kenny Pickett can be a starting quarterback in the NFL that you can win with, then you're going to pave that road easy for him. So where, yes, he'd have a competition, but it'd be competition from some older backup. Well, I think they'd rather have Tannehill. Right, I agree with you. I think they'd much rather have a Tannehill type where they could just say Ryan's at the end of the line and he'll teach Kenny his ways. But that's what – that mean, all about this year has to be knowing who their starting quarterback is going forward. Now, if they trade for a Justin Fields or they make some surprise move and that maybe it's somebody else they're going to – that's fine. 2024 is about finding that quarterback – not about winning a Super Bowl, not about competing in the division, not about getting in the postseason or having a winning record. If they spend a second straight year middling around, not knowing who their quarterback is, they're going to middle around for a decade. Jeff, I'm just going to, before we take a break, tell you that the standard is, in fact, the standard, in case you forgot. 